Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Presley has it. He feeds Guriel at the bag. And the Houston Astros are heading to the World Series for the fourth time in the last six seasons. Suarez kicks, here's the pitch. Breaking ball, popped up. Shadow right, Segura going out. Castellanos coming on. Castellanos has it! And the Phillies have the National League Championship! So, uh, old Aaron Judge, who had one of the best seasons in the history of baseball, fell flat, and the Yankees are out. And the Houston Astros, four World Series in six years... Everybody knows they cheated at least one of those years. Is it the belief now that they're not cheating anymore, and they're just they were just good and cheating? Well, th- yeah, because I mean, yeah. going to four World Series in six years is yeah. amazing. Oh, it is absolutely. You know, winners want to play for winners, so you could argue that they built their dynasty on cheating. But eh, who cares? Play baseball, entertain me. And then uh, I don't know anything about the Phillies. Uh, exciting young ball club. Uh, one of the biggest jerks in Major League Baseball in the person of Bryce Harper. Yeah, him, su- later. him succeeding makes my soul hurt. Yeah. What so I guess dick. you, you got to root for the uh, the trash can bangers. Yeah, I huh? I'll root for the cheaters over the jerk. Yeah. Uh, wow. It's like most presidential elections these days. 
These are my choices. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, Scott Gottlieb, we liked him, former FDA commissioner during the pandemic. He was one of our go-to guys whenever he was on a talk show. Here he is talking about the current health problems of America. Well, look, we're seeing a surge right now in respiratory syncytial virus. This is a virus that we typically see in the late winter. We started to see cases in the summertime, and we're seeing a a peak in cases right now. This is not unlike the season last year, where we also saw an early peak in those cases. Some people ascribe it to the fact that children have been somewhat removed from these circulating pathogens, so you don't have as much immunity in the population generally. So it's changed the typical cycle for this virus, and we're seeing these waves of infection from RSV earlier in the season than we would normally see yes lots of people are sick lots and lots of people are sick grown-ups kids schools just decimated Mm. sports teams that are canceling games that sort of thing and the new york times had an article about that since so many people are sick including myself my whole family everybody got sick went through everybody i held it off thought i was gonna beat it but it got me snuck Mm. up on me from behind Mm, you let your guard down i did I think because I eat poorly and I don't get enough sleep. I think my body was ready to fight it off. And I think my body said, you know, if you're not even going to try, screw you. Right? I think that's what my body said. Right. You're going to sleep five hours a night and eat donuts every day? Go ahead. Get sick then. We're not. My immune system said, good luck with that. <laughs> anyway, the New York Times. Zinc, honey, ginger. What actually helps when you have the cold or the flu? And... The uh, the one that stuck out to me the most that I've been wondering about, a lot, well, I'll, I'll hit you with a couple. Experts acknowledge there isn't any harm in adopting a lot of these practices that don't actually have any scientific backing. Countless home rem- remedies like cups of warm tea or soups or spoonfuls of herb. There's no downside because you could get the placebo effect, but maybe you don't want to spend the money, blah, blah, blah. Well, and maybe a nice cup of tea makes your throat feel a little better and... What the heck? Bolstering the immune system with vitamin C. I don't know how many people I've had shoving me vitamin C tablets whenever I get a cold. Oh, yeah. There is some evidence to suggest that certain vitamins, ingredients, and home remedies, like vitamin C, elderberry, and zinc, can, at the very least, stimulate the immune system and slightly shorten the duration of your symptoms. The idea that vitamin C can help with a cold isn't new. It's been around since the 70s. Since then, scientists have tried to uh, nail down how much it helps, and they haven't had much luck. Slightly shorten your symptoms, like five minutes or a day or what? The effectiveness is still debated uh, after decades of looking at it. For one, the body's not able to store doses of vitamin C, like those found in supplements, so any excess vitamin C you get, you just pee out. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some clinical trials have found that the timing of when you take the vitamin C supplements might be crucial they did a meta-analysis of vitamin C trials, for example, suggestion that suggesting that regular supplementation, even before you start to feel sick, can shorten the duration of colds by a day or so. But taking vitamin C after you've already developed symptoms does not show any benefits. So, the idea is if you took extra vitamin C all the time, every once in a while when you got a cold, mm-hmm. you could shorten it by a day or two. Yeah. Which isn't minor. No, no. It's worth it. I mean, it's not difficult. I take a multivitamin. And I've heard, you know, it's probably not necessary if you have a normal diet. It can't hurt. Maybe this is an example. And they're pretty damn cheap. Oh, yeah. Practically free. They make your urine really uh, brightly colored, if you're into that. Uh, Mine don't. 
They don't? No. What are you taking some sort of novelty uh, vitamin there? And we got something wrong with me. What, glown green or what? Orange? Bright blue. <laughs> Bloody red. Oh, jeez. That'd be disturbing. Oh, um, my God. We've been on a kick of watching The Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors. Oh, yes. <laughs> Heading into Halloween. Oh, oh my yeah. God. <laughs> I got sucked into that vortex once. It's one after the other after the other. So good. Oh, my kids are laughing Because each one of those episodes is three vignettes, three yeah. episodes within an episode. So. Yeah. Similarly, research on zinc, which people are always shoving at me whenever I get a cold. Suggests that taking syrups, lozenges, however you take your zinc, containing the element. Suppository, every, obviously. Every three to four hours may reduce the length of a cold or flu by a day or two. Okay. Potentially by preventing viruses from multiplying. Did you say every three or four hours you got to take it? That's what it says here. Oy vey. It's, ooh, I, I, you know, I've taken zinc a couple of times and it was terrible on my stomach. Yeah, 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 yeah. It makes my stomach feel bad, too. But there are plenty of other a- analysis that says here in the New York Times that have concluded that there's no evidence that it's any better than a placebo. So the zinc wow. is still out there. Wow. You know, since it was tearing up my stomach, I, normally now when I get a cold, I just suck on a double-A battery all day long. Um, staying hydrated, they say, is the best idea. Um, Indeed, thins your secretions. If your if your throat is sore, teas, soup, ginger, honey, that sort of stuff can make your your throat not hurt, but it's not actually, you know, doing anything with the disease. But yeah. taking pain away is not a minor thing. Sure, of course, yeah. But, well, if the discomfort of a disease is gone, give me the disease. Excellent point. Um, but that's the main takeaway from that. Is it, so? I, I think for me, I think I should for me and the kids get on a vitamin to where you got enough of that. Vitamin C in your body, so that if you do get a cold, you're ahead of it. Because mm-hmm. taking it taking it after you got the cold is not doing any good, according to these cows scientists. and barn doors, etc. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's okay. That's interesting. Yeah, I remember when the whole vitamin C thing started in the seventies, and my parents jumped on board. And you oh know, yeah, if anybody sniffled, man, you'd you'd take a bunch of vitamin C. And it wasn't after, long after that that scientists pointed out you're just you're you're giving vitamin C to your toilet, which I'm sure appreciates it. <laughs> if but, your toilet needs vitamin C. Right. Well, that's what you're doing. Eliminate the middleman. Just throw the pills in the toilet. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah. When was that? It was, uh, I had that information right here you were mentioning. Vitamin uh, Linus Pauling, Nobel laureate Linus Pauling in the 70s, set off a surge of demand for vitamin C that Joe was just talking about. But um, you gotta you got to stay ahead of it, so... Oh hey, uh, a, a, uh, we're not ahead of this. We're behind it. It was kind. Of, it was late breaking news on Friday that the Eighth Circuit Court of Appeals temporarily blocked the Biden administration's student debt cancellation plan while it considers a motion from six Republican-led states to scrap the program. Um, the White House said 22 million borrowers have already applied for relief and encouraged others to follow suit, promising the administration would continue reviewing applications. So it's it's well it's it's go it's ongoing even as it's not ongoing according to the judge temporarily. Of course, when you consider that the entire intent of the whole thing was to show that Democrats are good, kind, and generous and want to relieve your debt, and the mean, nasty, you know, Halloween terrifying Republicans want to steal your money away from you that you so richly deserved. And that's the point they want to make. And they'll probably be successful. Yeah, and again, we'll play this uh, later in the show if you haven't heard it. The president today saying that the college loan relief 
was a law he signed that passed by a couple of votes. Oh, isn't that like the whole controversy? That's either the worst political lie I've ever heard, or he's just an old man who forgot which thing is which. He's confused. He's confused, which is more likely that one. Yeah, yeah, which is not good. Nope, it's definitely not. Uh, We could check in on Ukraine and how rough it is for those poor bastards who are getting sent to fight there. Some of them are dying already. God, I saw a video yesterday of a body. Which, which bastards are we discussing? The the Russian conscripts or the... Yeah, the Russian conscripts. The yeah. people that are oh. being swept off the street. Oh. Forced to go serve. Untrained. Unmotivated. Unarmed in some cases. Well, they don't even have food and water. <sighs> what the hell? What are they supposed to do? Hurl themselves at the enemy? Just, just run at them and headbutt them? Poke them in the eye. She money. I know. It's it's really. Well, it's they're just, too hungry to do that. Well, they're old and fat. <laughs> Holy cow. This this is almost funny. But you have to remind yourself of the tragedy that it oh, is. Yeah, it's really awful. But that, that, among other things, on the way, stay with us. Our text line, by the way, 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. In the Russian-occupied city of Kherson in southern Ukraine, the authorities installed by Moscow have now ordered all residents to leave ahead of an expected Ukrainian counteroffensive. Kherson was seized by the Russians in the early days of the invasion. Now, Ukraine claims that Russia's planning to blow up a hydroelectric dam in the region to slow the Ukrainian military's advance and has already laid mines, risking a catastrophic flood. Yeah, Ukraine has shown evidence that the Russians are planning to blow up that dam, which would be really, really bad. The Russians, meanwhile, have no evidence while they are claiming the Ukrainians are planning on using a dirty nuclear bomb. Yeah, I found that really interesting. Our foreign policy folks are saying, hey, here's what the Russians are going to try to do. We've intercepted some signals or we got mics in the Kremlin or something. Again, they're they're preempting the Russian strategy. Uh, back to the dam, though. If the Russians do blow up this dam, here's what could happen. Herman Halashenko is Ukraine's energy minister and told us if the Russians destroy the dam, it could even leave a nuclear power plant without water for cooling. So if the Russians blow the dam, one potential consequence is a nuclear accident. It could be. It could be. So, yeah. So nobody's exactly sure what's going on there. Why did the Russians pull back their military? Why did they start busing, taxiing, boating people out of there? What, what is going on there? Is it, um, is it a psychological game? or uh, Nobody knows. Days and weeks will show. Well, it all fits with a, they claim the Ukrainians broke the seal, the 70-year seal on using nukes by using a dirty bomb on their troops. Mm. Well, they'll, tick, 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 they'll have guys with Geiger counters faking it mm-hmm. and say, oh, yes, so the, uh, the Ukrainians have gone nuclear. Then they'll set off, you know, a smallish nuclear weapon. We or, had no choice but to respond. Or test one or whatever. That's why they're clearing out Kherson. So I came across this Clarissa Ward CNN doing fabulous reporting from uh, Ukraine. I check in every day on CNN to see what she's up to because it's really good. She tweeted this out and said, this is fascinating. I thought if she thinks it's 
fascinating than I think it's fascinating. It's a reporter on the ground who has access, apparently, to some of the Russian conscripts who have been sent into Ukraine. And I'll just read some of the Twitter thread here. More unhappy mobilized Russian soldiers deployed to Ukraine have spoken out about a chaotic mobilization that has left them on a front line in eastern Ukraine with no training, no weapons, no food, no water, no orders and commanders they feel are lying to them. This is a long video that this guy got a hold of. It's nearly 27 minutes, so I won't upload it here. It can be viewed on YouTube, but I'll post a summary with some extracts below. So I'll read some of the highlights from this half-hour video he got a hold of. Well, and as we don't speak Russian, I think that's better anyway. (laughs) I speak very little Russian. The Mobics, which are the, the people that are mobilized here, the Mobics say they are men of the 15th Motorized Rifle Regiment, which is based in the Moscow region. They were mobilized on 28 September. By 8 October, when this video was made, they were in Ukraine on the front lines. After being mobilized, they were taken to a location in the Belgrade region, where we were placed in a tent where there was no training, absolutely no allocation, nothing. The officers were just holding their hands up and saying they were not expecting you at all. So the officers were up there, we didn't know you were coming. What are you guys doing here? They were given weapons and ammunition indiscriminately in a chaotic place where shells were lying around. Ammunition in general was unloaded right on the first day, and trucks were just crushing them in the mud. Shells? Yeah. One soldier complains that the weapons were lying in storage boxes in absolutely unserviceable conditions. It was all covered in mud, meter-thick layers of dirt, rains, I don't know, just complete as if probably anti-storage. I don't know what that means. In other words, we were just there there were just boxes in which were lying damp, wet assault rifles that were so rusty they looked like they had been burned and continued to rust. There's absolutely no seriousness and no organization, another says. You cannot even go into battle with this stuff. There was also no training. We were fed breakfasts, they put in quotes told to come back tomorrow and each day that we were supposed to be trained. One soldier said they were constantly being fed the lie that they were going to have some sort of training. The men themselves were not in good shape as they had received no physical training before deployment. Some of their group were in poor physical condition that made them unable to deal with any of the physical demands of being in the field. Wow. We have some healthy guys, but if you'll excuse me, a lot of them couldn't pull the equipment or be able to carry it or the backpack that they're handing us. Uh, I don't think people can run with it. Uh, there's no physical training. Uh, you couldn't even run with it once, one guy said. Um, wow. As a result of the lack of the training, one soldier said all sorts of specialists have not been properly trained. Some have not seen a seen a combat vehicle. They don't even know how it functions or how it starts. So through the years, all of that gear was supposed to have been maintained and or replaced. And instead, the Russian officers stole the money. Or the, you know, the way higher-ups in the military just diverted it to buy a dacha. At the tank base, the commanders were selecting people. That is, if you are good at driving vehicles, or you're good at shooting in vehicles, or you're a scout, or you're a sniper, simply put, you're a mechanic, get out, go here, now you're a tank man. <laughs> All right. And it goes on and on and like that for, it's a half-hour-long video. Wow, that's so interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's it's... Like you said, it's laughable. It's hard to believe that one of the most feared militaries in the world, this is where they are eight months into this thing. Well, when they've run through the A team and the B team, how effective are the next guys going to be? Not at all. Amazing. If you miss an hour, grab the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. The Armstrong and Getty Show. After his only challenger dropped out of the race at the last minute, Ricky Sunak is therefore elected as leader of the Conservative Party. The former finance minister will be Britain's first minority prime minister, its third prime minister since early September. The economist Andrew Palmer says Sunak will have his work cut out for him, calming his divided party and the markets after six tumultuous weeks in British politics. He has a monstrous task ahead of him, and it will be a very, very difficult winter. Sunak replacing Liz Truss, forced to step down last week after only 44 days on the job. So this new guy, look at him, he's up on the TV there. A handsome movie star looking sort of dude. Handsome devil, yeah. And um yeah, see if he lasts longer than a couple of weeks. Youngish looking too. How old a bloke is he? Because that that party, the conservative party there in Great Britain, has got like a twelve percent approval rating. Hmm. So <laughs> yuck. We'll see how that goes. So I was just reading I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just distracted by the fact that he's not eighty, because all of our leaders are eighty. Oh, yeah. That looks ridiculous for a leader in the United States. Leader of the Democrats, the Republicans, the House, the Senate, the White House, all 80. Yeah, you're about to hear from our just about 80-year-old president here next segment. Something he said earlier today, is this his brain or is he lying? I think it would be better off if he were lying. I think it's his brain. So stay tuned for that next segment. So I was just reading from a thing. So there's a half-hour video that came out from the front lines in Ukraine of the Russian conscripts and how poorly it's going, how poorly trained they are, et cetera, et cetera. 
a couple more highlights from that. Um, a further problem was that the money promised by the government didn't turn up for these conscripts because they're, they're told they're going to get paid. You know, we're going to force you to go fight a war you don't care about, and we're not going to train you, but at least we're going to pay you. The soldiers say they were promised a salary of 250000 to 300000 rubles a month. That's 4000 to $4,800, which gives you an idea of where their money is going. Um, but it all turned out to be fake. Instead of paying salaries in cash, which has been the usual Russian military practice until now, the men are being paid via electronic cards. But we have still not even seen any of these cards. And besides, the cards are useless, as here in the fields you don't run into a lot of ATMs or banks, says one of the conscripts. Wow. The lack of cash is a critical problem, as the men are having to buy their own food from a local shop. We have not been fed for days, said one speaker. Another says there's no water. None. Meanwhile, they're in debt for having, from having to buy their own uniforms and equipment in Moscow at hugely inflated prices. They complain that everyone continues to cheat us. So their own government... Hold on, I'm about to sneeze. Uh-oh. <laughs> Coronavirus! So here's your situation. You're a 50-year-old fat guy who can't run a block. What are you looking at me for? (laughs) (laughs) Government shows up, and at the point of a gun, they say, you're in the Army now. You say, all right, I guess. Where's my uniform and my food? You figure it out. So you decide to buy your own, and the government screws you on the price. Jacks up the price, gouges you on the price of the stuff you need to buy to have any chance of staying alive to go fight this war that they're making you fight. Family has to find you a helmet or a flak jacket or whatever. How awful is that? Wow. The good news is that's a crumbling society. I mean, I mean that, that system, that can't last. No. No. Not but without, I, you know, wholesale brutality and, and corruption and theft. Of course, they've been pulling off for decades now. Yeah, yeah. Actually, like, you know, most of a thousand years, really. Uh, uh, the, the downside is they have the largest nuclear arsenal on Earth, and as it falls apart, who knows who gets control of those nukes at any point. Now, that's a downside. <laughs> <laughs> right. No kidding. Yeah, that's a big, on the other hand, and it seems clear, <clears throat> the pooter. Is uh, prepping the world for the excuse that the Ukrainians did it first. So, great. Love it. I hope you're wrong about that. Yeah, I do, too. I do, too. It just it fits too neatly. Yeah. Uh, So, on a totally different topic, but every bit is depressing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We go to our radio show with the world that is, not the world as we would like it to be. Yes, right. What he said. Oh, we ought to get back to Portland Mayor Ted Weasel. Again, some pronounce it Wheeler. Looks like Weasel to me. Ted Weasel has proposed a ban on homeless camps, calling them a vortex of misery. Portland is banning homeless camps. Do you hear that? Other places that I'm aware of that haven't come to the same conclusion that Portland has come to? I wonder if it's because it's a miserable, idiotic practice that just makes the problem worse day after day, year after year. I wonder if that's why. More on that to come. Uh, the New York Times headline I thought was interesting on this story. Appalling scores on national exams show extent of COVID's toll on students. Uh, <clears throat> point of order, Mr. Chairman. COVID didn't have an appalling, devastating effect on students. Keeping them out of school did, you liars. Stop 
pretending like every government policy enacted was inevitable. Of course, well, of course we had to keep the children out of schools for two years, even though Europe didn't, red states didn't, you know, on and on. It's disappointing that this is not more of a conversation. Um, Republicans have clearly decided it's 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 not people don't like looking backwards. Um, you hear that all the time among politicians that you don't look back. You always look forward. For some reason, voters don't want to look backwards. I don't know if I believe that or not, but that's the way all politicians operate. But Republicans are not pushing this case, really. Right. And, you know, trying to punish the Democrats for what happened during the pandemic. I'll never understand my whole life how more people weren't talking immediately about what a failure Zoom school was. Mm-hmm. Well, it became, are you pro-Trump or anti-Trump? Right. Like right, a cult. Right, right. And rarely do cultists sit around and try to pick apart their cult. Right. Just incredible. But um, U.S. students in most states across almost all demographic groups have experienced troubling setbacks in both math and reading. According to an authoritative national exam released today, offering the most definitive indictment indictment yet of the pandemic's impact on millions of school children. So the Republicans, you know, hanging it around the Democrats' neck, I think it would be effective politics. I get the not looking back thing, but... I just think, but I, you know, I'm not a political junkie per se. I'm a more a governance junkie. It's so incredibly important. We all sit down and have a conversation. What did we do right? What did we do wrong? What should we have done differently or better? Well, and it's such a bad argument, as you say, to say the pandemic caused this. Anywhere you go in America, you can find a public school that was closed and within blocks or miles of that school, the same pandemic didn't have the same effect on the private school that was open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to not recognize that, I mean, I get Dem- the Democratic Party. I mean, they're not in the business of highlighting their own flaws. But for the alleged newspaper of record to be so biased, blind, or both to the reality of the thing is extraordinary. You know, there there have been a couple lefties who've had the courage and the, the character to say, look, it was a terrible mistake, and we need to come to terms with it. But they're few and far between. It's very rare. Mm-hmm. And I just, how horrific and tragic a mistake would we have to make before anybody would admit it? I mean, if not this, what? I don't know. Yeah, You're right. Uh, I always forget the role that Trump played in it because uh, you didn't want to be seen as being on Trump's side if you said, we got to get the kids back in school. Right, right. I mean, I seriously A lot believe, of people didn't want to say that. I didn't care. Right. I seriously... Yeah, you, Trump was right sometimes and wrong sometimes. I went with my intelligent, allegedly, assessment. I went with what was obvious from the first week that my kids were trying to do Zoom, that it wasn't working. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm fairly confident if Trump had advised Americans not to set their hair on fire, there would be millions of people with third-degree burns that they were healing from right now. (laughs) Anyway. uh, (laughs) 
In the test's first results since the pandemic began, no, it was the shutdowns, not the pandemic, New York Times, mass scores for 8th graders fell in nearly every state. A meager 26% of 8th graders were proficient, down from 34% in 2019. 4th graders fared only slightly better with declines in 41 states. Uh, Reading scores also declined in more than half the states, continuing a downward trend that had begun even before the pandemic. No, the shutdowns. Uh, No state showed sizable improvements in reading. Only about one in three uh, were proficient. And the more, quote-unquote, vulnerable, uh, poor students, minority students, etc., the worse the results. There you go. So the progressives made it worse for the uh, people with less money trying to gouge the taxpayer for funds for the schools. Right. And old Randy Weingarten from the uh, Giant Teachers Union is making the rounds even now, campaigning for Democrats. Yeah, that's a depressing story all the way around. Yeah, it is It is a little bit angering, honestly. And the hundreds of millions, the billions of dollars that were poured into schools. Now, did you hear this? They uh, were writing about it on the dispatch the other day. Frederick Hess, a new study is calling for $500 billion, more than what was already poured into schools, a lot of which hasn't been spent. Right. To study the learning loss during the pandemic. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of professionals that'll get paid for years oh, to come. Yeah. So you pour money into the schools, which means the education industrial complex. Mind-boggling amounts of money. So much they couldn't even figure out how to squander it all. Um, and there's still plenty be- plenty left. But now they're going to pour uh, $500 billion more into it. To figure out what we did wrong. It's such a scam. Such a scam. It's like investing, you know, $500 billion in, in, in rats and then $500 billion in rat extermination. It's just s- spreading wealth. It's just doling out money. That's what government does. But nobody wants to hear that crap. So we'll let you make the determination. The president said something pretty wild about the student loan forgiveness program. Uh, is this a purposeful lie or an old man being confused? And sure, then, I suffered the pressure. And also, could Matthew Perry be any more forthcoming <laughs> in his new book that is out about his drug abuse that might actually be helpful to the conversation? As I looked into, I read the book review in the New York Times over the weekend. Uh, a bunch of stuff on the way. Stay with us. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We'll let you decide. So, Joe Biden's sitting down with a young reporter, and they're talking about the student loan bailout thingy, executive order. And I just want to make sure you're not confused by this. Joe Biden mentions it being legislation that he signed. And how it passed. Uh, pardon me. There are claims that this was taken out of context, but we're playing the, the whole thing here. I don't see how it could be out of context. Here it goes. The other piece what we're trying to do is, you're probably aware, I've just signed a law that's being challenged by my Republican colleagues, who are the same people who got PPP loans during the for up to close, to, in some cases, up to five, $600,000. They have no problem with that. The individuals in Congress got those. But um, what we've provided for is if you went to school, if you qualify for a Pell Grant, you qualify for 2000 I mean, excuse me, uh, you, you qualify for $20,000 in debt forgiveness. Secondly, if you don't have one of those loans, you just get 10000 written off. It's passed. I got it passed by a vote or two, and it's in effect. And already a total of, I think it's now, 13 million people have applied for that service there's no out of context there there's no way no because he he's he states himself that this is i just signed a law and then he explains what it is so he is talking about the student loan forgiveness thing mm-hmm. and then he mentions that i got i got it passed by a vote or two it's in effect and it's not actually but um because it got held up by a a judge on friday but what is he talking about he signed into law and it passed by a vote or two that's dementia. Yeah, I don't know what else you'd call it. I mean, because that's not a minor point. That's the point. That's the controversy. That's the court cases. That it wasn't a law. It was an executive action. That yeah, I don't know. I mean, the more I think about it, that was my original take on it. But it's not believed that he had dementia the many, many times he talked about it being arrested with Nelson Mandela. That wasn't true. Yeah, although that one's kind of just a tall tale. This is an out-and-out falsehood on the key question. I don't know. 
I Yeah, I think he just gets confused really easily. He can't keep this stuff straight in his head. He's an old man. I think we have a national security crisis unlike any that we've ever had. Part of the national security crisis might be whether anybody reports this story other than Fox today. Seems like it should be a pretty big deal. I mean, if he's going to hang his hat on this being a major accomplishment, and then he just completely makes up a story about being legislation he signed as opposed to an executive order, which, like you said, is the whole question right now. If it were a law he signed, it would be over. It'd be done. If the day after Election Day or a couple of days after, he or they come out and say, yeah, uh, the president has some challenges, he's going to step down. It'll all make sense. Because um, uh, we can't go on like this. <laughs> it's weird. Anyway, it'll be well, interesting it's, to... it's, 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 it's scary. It'll be interesting to follow throughout the day whether this gets any coverage. Yeah, you don't want him confusing that sort of stuff about Russia and Ukraine and China, and if it gets any even more nitty gritty, it's pretty nitty gritty now. You want to hear some shocking breaking news? Shocking breaking news. You remember the Native American activist Sasheen Littlefeather, who who refused the Oscar for Marlon Brando back in 1973. I, I'm, I've read about it since. I didn't know about it at the time. Well, she, she just passed on, and there were warm tributes to mm-hmm. her and, and the rest of it. Uh, well, uh, Elizabeth Warren, no bueno. Turns out, according to her two sisters, she's not an Indian. She's not a Native American at all. Never was. She's Mexican. <laughs> the chick Marlon Brando sent up there as a Native American is not... Native American? She was born Marie Louise Cruz. She initially believed that her father was Apache and Yaqui. Okay, she thought she was. Uh, but her, when she found out it's a lie, though, uh, my father was who he was. He came from Mexico. My dad was born in Oxnard. Um, well, again, that doesn't mean, mean anything, but it's a fraud, said his sister. It's disgusting to the heritage of the tribal people, and it's just it's insulting to my parents. She also previously claimed her father was abusive. The sisters say no, it was our grandfather who was a jerk, but she used him as part of her fabricated backstory. Sashin did not like herself. She didn't like being Mexican. So, yes, it was better oh, for her that okay. way to play someone else. I might actually read this new Matthew Perry book that's out about addiction. It's a memoir, but a lot of it's about addiction because his practically entire life has been about addiction. The, first, the book is called Matthew Perry Was... Chandler from Friends. Everybody knows that, right? I, most people do, yeah. <laughs> uh, the book is called Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing, in which he gets serious about sobriety. He's sober right now, but he's been sober a lot of times, and it hasn't lasted. So um, we brought you some of the details that had been unknown until last week about how he was in a coma for, what, two weeks? He had a colostomy bag for a long time. His colon exploded. They had to put him on a machine to keep him alive where he had a 2% chance of survival. This is all fairly recently. He has spent $9 million on trying to get sober. Wow. He has the One benefit, dude. He has the benefit of having $9 million to spend on getting sober, as opposed to the guy that's under the bridge over there ain't got no money to spend on getting sober, or us, the taxpayer, spending that much money on trying to get so, somebody sober. He also says that he has spent more than half of his life in treatment centers or sober living facilities. Wow. That is stunning. That's amazing. 
I mean, if he'd said prison or something, it'd be tragic. But wow, that's uh, well, it's tough to get clean. He's un- he's insanely rich, you know, like all the stars from Friends are because of the syndication rights and all that sort of stuff. And he still can't do it. So. It's a miserable junkie in a big house. Yeah. Poor guy would never trade places oh, with God, him. No. Not for a no. second. No, no, no. You wouldn't want to do that. Nope. If you miss an hour of the show, you can get it in podcast form. Look for Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today.